1: The Matchball Hello there, welcome to The Matchball Dan Michael and Rob with you In the uh, in the studio for the final game of, of 2023 The show is brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors Who will offer you a 10% discount on your legal fees At levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball Anything
2: to add? Nah, sell your house, leave the country Not worth being here, <laughs> stupid I loved know. it a couple of weeks ago Uh, it's been a good year hasn't it been Uh, a fun
3: year how did it start I wonder what our first game was I'm guessing it was rubbish Mm. was the World Cup
2: well Jesse Marsh said it was all coming together didn't he after Mm. we came out from the World Cup when we didn't win a league game (laughs) and it's ended in much the same way
1: yeah that was uh, that was shite wasn't it Uh, too many away defeats on the bounce starting to think based on the evidence what we've seen in recent weeks that on our day we're the best team in the division but overall we're not the best team in
2: the division yeah that'd be Leicester Based on the table, to keep winning, don't they? Yep. You tell me, it's not lying. No, I don't think it is. We waited ages for Ipswich to start dropping points, didn't we? And then they—they they have done. The daft thing is, and we're, we're dropping more. We're closer to Ipswich
1: now than we were at the start of Christmas. We've we've reeled them in by a point, haven't we? Yeah. Southampton
2: have uh, but, benefited from that, well, haven't they? Yeah. The Saints have come marching in, haven't they? Yeah. Hey. On the plus side, I'd rather play Ipswich in the playoffs than Southampton. So actually, good thinking, not getting second. Mm, yeah yeah Uh,
1: it is certainly looking a lot more like playoffs isn't it because I feel like um,
2: we're shit (laughs) (laughs) well we made changes should talk about that first probably made a load of changes because things haven't been weren't great against Preston so I freshened it up I don't think any of them played well
3: no I mean it's kind of been the story of the last few weeks where we've been asking for rotation or some people have been asking for rotation but the players that come in aren't playing well and they haven't been playing well off the bench. Like, Willian Nanto today just did what he's been doing for 20-minute mm. spells off the bench recently. But the problem is that starting team that was doing so well are now all looking out of form as well, which isn't a great combination. Mm. We don't have... Like, a few weeks ago, everyone seems to be playing well that was starting. Whereas now, like I don't know what exactly the one problem is. It just seems to be they're not playing well. Mm.
1: Um, apologies if you're just joining us on the stream by the way because uh, I think the sound's not been going out a little couple of tweaks to stuff in the studio and it's it's not been going out so we were just saying how we're going to be going into the playoffs with other playups which in the playoffs it's all a bit bad I knew you'd I knew you'd been fucking with stuff look let's move on from that we'll deal with it (laughs) off air he brought in all this new stuff he was touching stuff it went wrong so yeah my apologies if it's not been coming through on the stream Um, but if you're listening afterwards you won't know any different um yeah, that was, uh, it was pretty shite, wasn't it? Is what we were saying there in the opening minutes. And thanks to Levi's listers as well, we should uh, cover that off. Mm, um, that too. But yes, it's it's quite hard to watch, isn't it? When you can't quite put your finger on what's going wrong, but something obviously is going wrong. What is going wrong? Is it that we just can't get through packed defences? I mean, tactically, I am starting to wonder now about Farker's approach, this possession approach against teams that just sit in mm. on the edge of the
2: area. We really struggle with it. I mean, it was the first half. I think we were bit unlucky because we actually came out and looked fairly dominant for 10 minutes I think we should have had at least one penalty in the first half the one on Nonto definitely was I think the one on Ruter he gets a lot of the man before he does eventually get the ball so I think you tend to see those given mm-hmm. and given some of the stuff the rep gave elsewhere on the pitch they were definitely fouls so and their goal is
3: kind of a bit of a fluke yeah. or we were kind of I don't know Tempting fate a little bit with that because they had one off the line, didn't they? Was that before then? I can't quite yes, remember.
2: that was when Darlow came and had a big flap at mm, the corner. That was good. Um, yeah, Darlow didn't look great either, did he? From the bits we saw, he, he had a, flapped at a couple of things, didn't have any saves to make particularly. Did, he made want... one save that you gave a massive cheer to. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was feeling a bit sad by the end, so I gave, I gave a big cheer to that. But yeah, he's, he, didn't, he didn't particularly look any better than Melia because as much as I don't think Melia has been... Brilliant or terrible this year uh, some of the time he does the kind of flapping about stuff on corners and I feel like a more experienced goalkeeper who's done the, done this sort of thing before might not do it and then you saw well, a second corner or something and Dallo came out and did that and you were like oh, okay same thing brilliant mm-hmm. and he also later in the game completely punched one that he could have caught which mm-hmm. was, is another thing that Melier frustrates me with so maybe that's just the way we're doing things from now on but I mean the defence as a whole was changed around Spence we saw it right back who I thought was alright if not sort of transformative over there because I wanted to see him make more of a difference being on the on the correct side feels like we're putting a lot of stock into Spence mm. going to
3: right back and fixing everything albeit it was strange because we've been calling for Spence to go to right back so Archie Gray can at least be an option in midfield and then seeing Kamara on the bench and Gray not even come on well not Kamara didn't either did he nope and, uh, one midfielder oh we, we had yeah grew I've I kind of admire the fact that he's been here half a season. I still don't really know anything about him. But he did a couple of nice passes over the top tonight, which is where we're getting a bit of joy. But then that free kick at the end, oh my God, that was painful to watch. And I was watching him towards the end and, you know, he's kind of a bit slight and diminutive and he's all left foot. And I was just a bit like, you're just kind of like Lewis Bate, aren't you? I was mm. kind of maybe expecting a bit more from the guy who's like played in the Bundesliga and stuff.
2: I did think he looked better when he dropped... When he was our only midfielder mm. and he was playing deeper in front of the back three, I did actually prefer him there. When he was playing as part of the midfield two with Ampadu, I just didn't really notice him. But then
3: it's weird how when Farker makes changes, he just seems to abandon his initial plan entirely. And it's like, mm. right, back three, load of strikers on. And it made all the strikers less effective, mm. it seemed They all just seemed to get in each other's way or not, seems to be knowing where to stand. And you think, maybe just
2: stick to the initial plan but change the players maybe give that a go maybe I don't know it's weird it does feel like we bring on a load of strikers but then we still stick to this side to side Hmm. trying to break people down passing whereas if you're going to be basic about it and chuck a load of strikers on you also occasionally need to just chuck the ball forward to them it feels like like when Dan James came on even though he was in some ways very Dan Jamesy and frustrating because he kept having crosses blocked and nothing his final ball wasn't really there he did actually make a difference to us because at last he had, with well, was someone getting the ball over on the wing and trying to put balls in. But it feels like there's just no attempt to really serve the strikers that are there. And none of them, and they're not all really strikers either because you've got Piro still trying to do midfield stuff, which he can't particularly do, particularly when he's just in front of a crowd of people. Mm. is dropping deep, occasionally doing nice turns and touches and stuff. So ends up dropping in as well because he just wants to be involved. And I don't feel like there's an, enough structure to it to actually create chances from it
3: no it's it's missing some kind of glue in the middle of it Mm. all isn't it midfield a midfield,
2: a number
1: 10 what midfield do you know a number 8 a number 6 who else plays in midfield these days and maybe
2: that is the origin of the problem I don't know I don't a game like tonight I just think it's desperate for Pirro to be taken off and someone more creative dropped in there yeah because it it didn't work I I don't feel like he had the ball in a dangerous area at all well, we noticed it towards the end, didn't we? Then we saw him
1: drop in, pick up the ball. And because it's so crowded behind him, he's not able to to turn and make something happen. He just lays it off backwards and then it gets recycled out wide. Mm. And it feels like that's what team's makers do. They just put the ball out wide.
3: It's felt hard to justify Perot's just being completely anonymous these last couple of games as well when the chances he has had is just kind of scuffed and have been mm. blocked, all of them, which is that's kind of what he's there for. It's like, if you do, you can kind of disappear as long as when you do get that half chance, you make something of it, which is he's not been doing these last two games. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the comments coming in on the YouTube stream and people, I mean, it's just, a,
1: it's a fairly smallish number, but Chris is asking about changing manager. Is it time to talk about it? I think that's no. No. Because you, no. you create huge disruption and there's no guarantee it'll work. This team have been drilled to play in a particular way, which does work, a lot of the time, mm. it's just not worked in recent weeks, and I think you've got to be careful not to mistake a bit of poor form for becoming a bad side. There are certainly things that I think are frustrating about what Farker does, like you know. But he made the subs earlier tonight; didn't really work, did it? No, he rotated the team. None had very little impact.
2: Yeah, I think people are getting frustrated. I, can, I don't. I don't think we should get rid of him, to be clear. But I can see where the call comes from is when you feel like you're making the same watching the same game over and over again effectively which I think is the frustration of it at the moment we go a bit we look alright we struggle to break a team down we miss a chance or two maybe should have had a decision or two they go down the other end score with their first chance we then bring on loads of strikers and fail to create anything and when you've seen that we saw it against Sunderland against uh, Preston Again today, I think I feel like we sorry earlier in the season as well. Norwich it worked. We went behind him, we threw strikers on and we actually won.
3: I mean the championship's
1: a grind it's, it's a grind. But
2: isn't it's it? been ages since it worked. Yeah. But also though as well, I think,
3: you know, these players that are coming in and getting a chance, do we not just say, Well, why aren't you taking your chance better and just mm-hmm. playing better? Like I don't you know, you've got to be careful with Pat Bamford, I don't want to pick on him too much. But when was when did he last do anything? Basically, when did he come on and last come on and make an impact? Whereas he touched the ball a few times tonight and I was saying that's the first time I feel like I've seen him touch the ball mm. in like four sub appearances because he just comes on and it, I, don't, I don't know what he is anymore. I don't know what he thinks he is anymore because he just comes on and just kind of presses and runs around but doesn't really mm. do anything or look threatening in the slightest.
1: L- loses it and throws his arms up and stuff. But, but again, like I say
3: he's not really the problem. But then again, but again, and again like none, so I don't think it really suits him playing on the right because all he's good for him last year was when he was playing on the left. But he's had opportunities this season and for months he's not really done anything Gruwev, you you just want him more from more like Spence. We're putting a lot of hype on him, aren't we? But
2: show it. (laughs) Mm. I mean, Play well, make us better. Mm. I I mean, there's a a fine line, isn't there, between being too harsh on people and having expectations that some of those subs might actually be decent. Mm. I guess Pat Bamford's on a... He got a five-year contract as a 17-goal Premier League striker. He still will be on a hell of a lot of money. He he wouldn't... It would be not unreasonable to expect him to occasionally score or be dangerous whereas like I think his touch today he had one touch in the box which was so bad it was a pass then he was offside twice did he do anything else? I I can't can't remember anything else he He did he made a tackle
3: by the touchline which was the second time I noticed he'd touched the ball in the 20 minutes he'd been on the pitch Mm -hmm. by that point
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Should so um, have had a
2: penalty? Should we have had a couple of penalties there? Yeah, at least one. The so one definitely mm-hmm. was. Yes, definitely. definitely, definitely was.
3: So by the way, and Hinchcliffe had to start talking himself out of his initial opinion where he's like, "Oh, no, that's too soft. And then he was like, oh no yeah, he's clearly a fan." <laughs>
1: there was an interesting discussion around the Ruteau one, which happened about eighth minute, I think. I've got on my notes, seven mm-hmm. or eight minutes. Um, and the player like scissored his his back leg, but because I think he went down quite softly, it um, it didn't get a given. Like I think in real time when I saw it, I went, "Now it was a bit soft." But when you actually saw the replay, mm-hmm. he
2: chopped his legs. So. I, th- I think he gets a lot of his legs before he touches the ball. So mm. I, it's one of those that if it's given as a penalty, there's it's it's always stands with VAR, for example. Like if that's VAR, if that's given, VAR wouldn't go back and undo it, would they? But if no. equally it's one of the... If it wasn't, they might not give it. But I do wonder if that's an issue with... What was his name? Old fuckface, the ref. Scott, Graham Scott. Yeah. If he's, <laughs> you, old fuckface. If you used to be the Premier League referee, <laughs> if you used to be able to not give penalties because you can go, it's fine, someone else will check that in a minute. If I've got that wrong, they'll come back to it. Because he mm. gave loads of stuff with minimal contact in the middle of the pitch.
1: There was that Somerville one where he just... He just tapped the manor. he almost bounced off him and you,
2: and you said to me didn't yeah, you that do not get given in the area no exactly it's a completely different set of rules it's just like well uh, no that's different but why is it I don't, I don't know It's frustrated me but we on a day like today I don't feel like particularly blaming him
1: no it's just another frustration to add to the frustrations isn't it that you, mm. that you get refs just being I don't know
2: and it, it kind of sums up the feeling as well that we're just not getting an awful lot of luck in the last two games either because I think we've we've been really bad across these two games but we've definitely deserved at least at least a point from haven't we surely yeah the way West Brom have taken four points off us this season Mm. with an
3: offside handball goal at Mm. Ellen Road and then a really fluky goal tonight plus a, a well I thought a definite penalty not given it's like bloody hell you've done well out of us this season yeah do we need to panic at any point here or is it just a case of
1: knuckling down getting through to the New Year's Day fixture, hopefully beating Birmingham. I mean, it probably could be panic time if we lose our home record to Wayne Rooney's Birmingham, but we should be all right there, shouldn't we? If we go, you know, with the, with the home record and then you just hopefully see an improvement in things from that point forward. Because I'm not I'm not one to panic. I feel like I had my fill of emotional turmoil from Leeds last season and I spent all year worrying about us going down. And then when it came, it was almost like sweet relief.
3: Mm-hmm. What if I told you Tyler Roberts has started playing for Birmingham? He's back fit.
1: Good, good on him. <laughs> good on him. Just hope he didn't score on New Year's Day. But do you know what I mean? I don't want to I don't want to get too emotionally hyped up about this season at this stage when there's a lot of football left to play. But equally, it's hard not to see what's happened in the last few away games as go, well. lads, something needs to be a bit different here. Something needs to change. Something needs to improve. Yeah.
2: Well, well, is, it, is, it, is it the squad or the tactics or what? Probably a bit, both could do with a little shake-up, I would say. Um, I do hope that these games have
3: just been a reminder to the 49ers of like, oh yeah, we left work to do in the summer and it really needs to do in January. Because like, mm. in previous seasons when we've been in the Championship, well, most previous seasons at League United recently, we've got to January and just kind of sat on what we've got. And I don't think we can afford to do that this season if we do have ambitions to get promoted. But then going back to the questions about Farker, it's like, if you go back, 2 August we were all saying this is going to be a two season job isn't it getting promoted and everything's a mess and then you know the next few months we're going "Fuck!" has done an amazing job and Mm -hmm. now we've lost a couple of away games and people want him sacked is you need to kind of try and stay away from the hysteria I think to that extent Emma did point that out actually it was in the YouTube comments
1: before I had it on screen saying that he was manager of the month a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. so we just need to be careful not to I think knee-jerk reactions he's not you know he's not infallible what he's doing is not perfect but the problem is as well as we've said before there is a benchmark of almost perfection at the top of the league that's skewing everything but it's not anymore though Ipswich keep losing points yeah but, but Southampton are on a good run though so yeah but we've got the whole really, circumstances have kind of conspired to make everybody feel a bit bad even though we're quite we're doing quite well you know, yeah. rel- relative to
2: but four points from the last 15 is what yeah. we've got which yeah. isn't which well, is there's always going to be a wobble at some point there in the is. season isn't there yeah there is. there is it just feels like we waited for so long for Ipswich to start being bad and then it has coincided very much with us being bad but yeah,
1: there is a lot of football still to play, and I'm like, I said, I'm trying not to get too downhearted about it. It's just fucking pissed me off because we came into Christmas riding that absolutely brilliant wave of optimism. Mm. Ipswich game, you think right? This this should be the thing that kickstarts the season. We should go on a big run of form now. There should be absolutely buzzing in the dressing room, and then they just can't translate it into performances when they come up against like West Brom and, and difficult teams
2: like Preston were as well. They were physical and they sat deep as well, and we just we, we just can't break them down. Mm. There's, there's a concern as well of it being a block of games that all feel the same, so it feels it starts to feel a little bit like maybe we've been found out. You can accept that weird. There seems like there's always about a twenty percent chance of a result in the championship being completely random. Like you'll just go form will go completely out the window. Someone will be who's not won away all season will go to the top of the league and win. Random stuff happens every week, but it feels like these games have all been so similar and against similar ish teams that are around the playoffs and have just. Contained us with it fairly comfortably by mm. being a bit physical, upsetting Somerville, upsetting Ruter, riding the luck a little bit, maybe with some of the decisions that they're getting early on. And then it's just, I don't know, it just feels like it just it just ebbs away from us, does, does the game. So. Gotta laugh at what um, David just sent in a comment saying uh, Dan's emotionally
1: circling the drain, uh, circ- excuse me, circling the drain like all of us trying to fight it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I feel I'm, not, like, I'm I feel not circling the drain. I just want, I was having a nice time for the early part of the season, and it feels like they've taken that away from me, and I kind of resent them for it.
2: This always happens, though, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but I know. And I hate I, I hate the fact that we're reverting to type. We never learn, do we? <laughs> oh, we'll just enjoy this season. It doesn't matter if we're in the playoffs, that but Yeah, I won't. it be awful. <laughs> it'd be awful. It's never supposed to be nice, though, is it? Uh, No, not really.
1: Uh, Joel's getting down to some of the details here, saying it's not really about emotional hype. It's evident. Uh, with what we have, we should be doing far better. Um, And what don't we have at number 10? And yeah, it's hard to disagree with that. Mm. I it's do the, think It's the thing that we never attended to at the end of the transfer window and perhaps it's starting to cost us a bit now.
2: I am getting a bit frustrated by his, his lack of imagination of number 10, though, because it just seems to be leave Pirou there and see what happens. And game after game, nothing happens there. So you think, well, is it worth trying to put Somerville there or Gray there or Ruta there or just mix something up because it feels like that's one bit of the team that's almost completely fixed.
3: Mm. It's difficult, isn't it? Because there's, there's, there is no like natural alternative. So you are mm. thinking, should we place another person slightly out of position? Mm. Which is annoying.
1: What about the thought that Ben's suggesting that we need to be more? Uh, well, we need more Vervin attack rather than like the blood and guts approach that um, Reavy, Wilco, Bielsa, even Grayson adopted. Is that the only way we can be successful? It doesn't have to be does it It felt like we were, we were finding another way early this season when we, you people were saying like the the fault with Bielsa's football which is held up as this gold standard, was that it was sometimes not pragmatic enough. So we've got a more pragmatic manager and now we're saying, well, we don't like that either. just want to win every single game. <laughs> we that's, do. The,
2: that's really the issue.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is what, that's was, that was the point I was making about um, Leicester. Unfortunately, because they're just about are, mm. it's making us all sit here and think, oh, we should be doing that. I mean, I mean the, you, the point is, we actually should be doing better than we are as well because we,
2: we're, we're demonstrably better than West Brom and have been in both mm. games. But does, tonight, does he, tonight we didn't look like it. It's frustrating when there's such a huge amount of talent in the in the team. I guess I still think probably even including Leicester every team in this league would like four or five of our our attacking players as options and yet we've managed to get them all on the pitch at once and look like we don't have any idea for a while. It's irritating as well when
3: one of those front four doesn't score we just don't look like scoring from anywhere else. Like Rodon Mm -hmm. keeps getting chances from set pieces never looks like scoring he's getting a bit Jason Pierce now isn't he but you know never really have a goal threat from midfield other players mm-hmm. need other than Pascal Stroud but he wasn't playing tonight but we just need some other goals like Leicester tonight you see James Justin their left back just spanking one in from 30 yards You think, oh, can't just one of our players do that it would make life a lot easier what um, is a left back though? well I think he's actually a right back to be fair he's playing left <laughs> well, that,
1: back yeah, we, yeah. the, the mad thing about what happened tonight as well is that the goal came from our left back position and it was Sam Byron who'd mm-hmm. been the best player there not his fault necessarily because you could see him pointing at Somerville to go pick up mm-hmm. the man Somerville
2: just switches off for a second the run comes in behind him and you're punished yeah. He had a bit of a frustrated evening at Somerville, I think. He just, I think he's, he gets a bit pissed off with how many people are around him. But that should mean there's loads of space somewhere else and we're not finding it mean, We're not finding a way to exploit it that, are you we? Know?
3: No. It summed it up in the last five minutes. I made a note that there was uh, Georgie Rutter was bollocking Joe Rodan for just kicking the ball over his head and then about five minutes later... Joe Roden was bollocking the forwards for just not holding the ball up and it coming straight back and It was like, yeah, one of those nights. Mm-hmm. Um, Perlow's beard with a suggestion saying that Ruter and Somerville should be our wide players,
1: Pirro should be our centre forward and our number 10 should be signed. What do you think to that as an idea? Tactically, maybe switching
2: to something more akin to a 4-3-3? I'd be willing to give it a go. Yeah? Yeah. Well, the number 10 definitely. Just to, just to give us an actual option of trying a different way to unlock a defence rather than just chucking Pat Bamford at them. Mm. Which seems to be the, the main thing at the moment, which hasn't actually worked for several years.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's um, the limitations within the squad, I think, are starting to show, aren't they? It's still a strong squad for this level, but for whatever reason, it just doesn't work when you put Pat on. Mm. Is that his fault? It's not his fault no, it's it? not. It's not his
2: fault. I mean, he's not helping matters <laughs> because he he never scores and never looks like scoring. And I'd rather we brought on someone who did. Yeah. So he could do that, and who can stay on side too? Mm. But equally, it's not like he's missing chances though, particularly, is it? It's not like there's, there's, you know, been we've been putting crosses directly to his head today, and he's been knocking them over. It's just everything that went into their box they knocked back, and then more often than not, when we did recycle it, it just was the same again, and not not ever leading to a clear cut chance. All right, XG tonight was not point nine two, mm. which is not very good. Yeah, and theirs was one point three eight, so feels like that's higher probably reflects that they had the better chance. I suppose they, their goal probably counts. It'll count twice, won't it? Because there's two shots in the space of, uh, of like a second there.
3: Yeah, I think at halftime, their XG was about 1.2. And I feel like that was two 0.6 chances that I rolled into one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there
1: needs to be something, doesn't there? I think it just needs a zhuzh, a refresh. Um, I'm just coming to the, the post-match. Nothing's coming yet that I can see um, from post-match. So we'll, we'll either wait on those or if uh, if Farka doesn't, Rear his head in the next few minutes we'll um we'll leave it until after the Birmingham game and hopefully we've got something a bit more cheery to talk about. But uh yeah, all in all it's been a very disappointing Christmas, hasn't it? Um I'm trying to look at my notes and I stopped making notes in the second half. I only wrote down subs, and even then I didn't write down what they were. I did note down uh just
3: never felt like it was gonna to happen to me. Eighty-seventh minute when Liam Cooper bombed forward and arrived at the edge of their box just in time to tackle some of them. It was a good move.
1: Yeah, I just had the feeling of a game where no balls were were Connecting, they were never finding the man. It just, I, I said to you guys, like, I thought we could have played for another half an hour tonight and we still wouldn't have scored. There was just no way we were going to score tonight. Shite, wasn't it?
2: I mean, two, it's two games in a row now, isn't it? Because obviously it was a penalty against, which I mean, as much as we we're bemoaning the penalties not given today, I don't really think that was a penalty the other day. The Dan James one, I thought it was very soft. Um, so maybe we got what we deserve that's, on that that's why we let Preston go and score a winner it that is right pure fair play the mm. Beyonce spirit lives on they, they tried scoring with Somerville down on the floor today didn't they that wasn't a very nice mm-hmm. one after um, it was Reach wasn't it who stood on, stood on Somerville's Achilles as he was running away and Andy Hinchcliffe was worried about um Adam Reach's studs because he was in love with him
1: um, Paul's just making an interesting point here Um, just going back to some of the stuff we're talking about about tactical tweaks and playing Pirro up front or whatever saying that Farker explained it, that he's a terrible presser
3: and shouldn't be up front, Well, why sign him then? (laughs) I think people get a little bit too obsessed with where Rutter and Pirro are playing because a lot of the time they do switch between each other, but I do think another option to Mm. put in with them when it isn't working would be a lot of help. But Pirro often is just doing the poaching thing and Rutter is the guy dropping deep and sometimes Mm. doing the number tenny stuff, but a lot of his number tenny stuff is like dribbling raveling, passing. I think that's where you need that other option, just someone who can find a pass. Mm.
2: I think that's why I, when they do switch, I think it's why I, I just prefer seeing Ruta do it because he can take the ball and turn with it and run and beat people, whereas Piro feels a little bit like he's got quite tidy first touch and feet, but it's often just shift it one way, shift it another way, pass it square, and nothing. it doesn't really feel like it makes much happen most of the time. Whereas mm. I feel like with Ruta, there's always a threat that it'll, it'll unbalance the defence because he turns his man and then someone else has to move in to try and tackle him and it just starts, it starts moving things around on the pitch whereas at our worst it feels like we're just are knocking it side to side while their defence moves exactly in line with our players and there's not anywhere for it to actually go
1: um, Andrew's just saying in the comments that he's actually done his post-match we weren't aggressive enough and um, we're only 1 or 2% off it it's starting to cost us though isn't it that 1 or 2% uh, yeah, I should say the reason because I'm checking the actual Twitter app which I think Musk must have forgotten about because it's still called Twitter Mm. Um, on my computer, and rather than X or whatever, he's rebranded it to. And I don't know if it's working or not. It takes a long time for stuff to to ping through. Um, so the comments haven't arrived on my screen yet, but I will keep uh, keep checking on them. But do you agree with that? That we are only just a fraction off
2: the off the max. It looks more like ten to fifteen off, you know? and it's across the whole team. If, we, if we're trying to put, a a, I mean, trying to put a percentage on, it's a bit weird, really. Twenty six percent wrong. <laughs> we were for those twenty six goals. You want Willie Nante to score? Yes, yeah, he's way behind his uh, mm-hmm. his total. Isn't he's he? going to remain that way, isn't he? As well, the, the sub appearances do make me wonder if what they may choose to kind of twist on in January as well, mm. depending on interest, sell him. Well, but if but if it allows, if you go out well, with there's a twenty five million pound offer for Nonsso on the table, and we can then spend fifteen million on a number ten and ten on a, I know it's not as simple as that because there's fees and wages and stuff. But you know what I mean? If we may choose to shuffle the pack a little bit to give. A range of options and if he decides well, well actually what I've seen of Joseph is good enough that he can be the off the bench striker so we can sell Bamford and buy a left back and I don't know if there's, if there's scope to shuffle it because no one, no one who's come off the bench has looked particularly worth having in the last couple of games mm. apart from the people we know are actually first team players who have come off the bench
1: Matt's just asking is it the kit jinx's fault well we've we've exercised the pink kit jinx haven't we at Blackburn mm, that's true it's just that we've, we've lost every other time we've been in it I think it's just that we're not very good it's away.
2: A, it's even a rubbish jinx, isn't it? It's a jinx apart from that time we won, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's it's just because... It's, it's, it's not even a repeatable stat, is it? We're just shit
1: away from home, aren't we? <laughs> that's, that's all it is. Um, should we wrap it up there, then? Because it's bloody late and the building alarm comes on in a bit. I, I just want a quarter past eight kick off. Stupid, wasn't it? Should we chuck water on the Christmas tree? Just set fire to it, that's would say. Yeah. That can come down for Birmingham. I'm not having it. Say goodbye to the Christmas tree. How
2: are you, um, are you getting all your leftovers all done?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All well finished. Fed We didn't actually have that many leftovers left, but the dog enjoyed a good uh, a good feed. Okay. On Boxing Day, so that's uh, so that's good. Um, see you against uh, Birmingham then, shall we?
2: Might be all right. See you in a bit. The match ball.